Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny will be interviewing speaker and leading inflammation expert and internationally best-selling author of Piece of Cake, The Secret to an Anti-Inflammatory Diet, Jenny Carr. The two of them will be discussing about the amazing benefits of adopting to an anti-inflammatory diet, such as resolving autoimmune disease, reversing chronic physical disorders, and easing behavioral and emotional conditions. Jenny will be also sharing some delicious anti-inflammatory food swaps, so you won't be missing out. And now I welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And good morning. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, attorney turn life coach, Sunny Joy McMillan. We're here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW, bringing you amazing coaches, teachers, authors, and healers who are on a mission to encourage you, to inspire you, and give you tools to live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio mm. that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com. And I invite you to connect with me on Facebook. And of course, I'm there by my name. So I've got my personal page, Sunny Joy McMillan. But you can also find a show page, Sunny in Seattle Radio, right there on Facebook. And if you follow that page, then you will get the little notices about who's going to be on the show on any given week. And you can also find out more about me and uh, connect with me for coaching and find out about my business, uh, my website is goldenoversoul.com. That is goldenoversoul.com. Um, and just a couple of things I want to make you guys aware of before we dive in with our awesome guest today. Um, the first is um, there is a new business in Ballard that I want to make you guys aware of. Um, I know um, the person who opened it, and so I'm very excited for this um, for this really cool space that has been created there in Ballard, and it's called Sacred Rain Healing. And the website is sacredrainhealing.com. And they've got all kinds of fun things going on there. Of course, there's massage, there's community acupuncture, there's an outdoor cedar sauna, there are indoor and outdoor lounge spaces, a private outdoor sun deck, outdoor showers. And it's this beautiful little oasis in the middle of Ballard. So I invite you Excuse me, I invite you guys to check it out, um, and it should be a really fun addition to the Seattle community. Um, and I also just want to mention to you guys, of course, my book will be available in bookstores in December this year or maybe even January 2019. Um, and, of course, the book is called Unhitched, Unlock Your Courage and Clarity to Unstick Your Bad Marriage. And it's for anyone who is having a tough time in their relationship or marriage, uh, maybe answering that question of whether to stay or go, or maybe you want some some uh, tools or techniques to help you uh, mend the relationship and hopefully make it work. Or if you know that it's time for you to go, um, it's, it will also meet you there in terms of guiding you through a graceful divorce. And so until that book is available in bookstores, um, I want you guys to be able to access it for free. Um, and you can download that book by going to unhitchedbook.com. That is unhitchedbook.com. Okay, so enough housekeeping, and I'm so excited to welcome on to the show today 
um, a friend and a colleague. Her name is Jenny Carr. She is a speaker, mompreneur, leading inflammation expert, and the international best-selling author of Piece of Cake, The Secret to an Anti-Inflammatory Diet, as well as her upcoming book, The Clean Eating Kid. She survived a near-death experience due to an autoimmune condition, is healing through upholding anti-inflammatory living, and is on a mission to help others do the same. Whether it is recovering from an autoimmune disease, reversing chronic physical disorders, or easing behavioral and emotional conditions, Jenny specializes in helping the youngest generation and their families reverse chronic symptoms by adopting and maintaining anti-inflammatory eating without feeling deprived or overwhelmed. Think cupcakes, pizza, bread, and muffins, but the anti-inflammatory way. Uh, She offers (laughs) VIP coaching as well as online courses. She's been featured by The Food Babe, Dr. Mark Hyman, U.S. News and World Report, Almond Resorts, Mind Body Green, and Well and Good. Jenny enjoys playing, working, and living in the mountains where she resides in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, with her husband, Brock, and two kids, Tosh and Chloe. Learn more about her at JennyCarHealth.com, and her name is spelled J-E-N-N-Y-C-A-R-R. So JennyCarHealth.com. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this, Jenny. Um, And, you know, for those out there listening, uh, my listeners know that 2017 was when I wrote my book. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, 2018 is the publication journey until it finally hits bookstores. And um, (laughs) yeah, of course, Jenny, I met you as a fellow author who was publishing around the same time. And it was one of those things where you meet Jenny and uh, one of those people that you're just attracted to their energy. She just Mm -hmm. radiates and kindness and love. And there's just something special about her. And so I made a point to kind of tag along with her as we were on our publication journey and get to know her a little bit better and was just (laughs) have been so thrilled, Jenny, to see how well received your book has been before it has even hit bookstores. Like you were getting, what did you, Mark Hyman, is is he doing the endorsement for your second book or he wrote a... Yes, he is. Yes. Oh my gosh. What a freaking compliment, Jenny. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I'm really honored. I'm so honored. And, um, thank you for those kind words because I feel exactly the same about you and your energy too. So we, we were just lucky we got our paths connected. <laughs> Absolutely. It was very serendipitous because the way the yeah. timing was working, you were not supposed to be at some of the events I were right, that exactly. I was in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but fortunately you were. So here we are. Um, so Jenny, you know, before I, uh, hearing someone's story is always really important to me, um, Mm -hmm. when I interview someone, but I want to back it up a little bit before we even go further, because, you know, your book is called piece of cake, the secret to an anti-inflammatory diet and peace is spelled P E A C E. (laughs) So a little bit play on words Mm -hmm. there. So uh, the word inflammation, chronic inflammation, anti-inflammatory, like these are buzzwords that are becoming more mainstream. And I have to say that while I know chronic inflammation is bad, I don't know that I could define what inflammation is or what is actually happening in the body. And I'm thinking for purposes of our discussion today, can you just bring us up to speed on what we need to know about inflammation? Yeah, such an important question. And like you said, it is, it is this buzzword. And I, but yeah, I hear people all the same time say, but what is it, right? Like, <laughs> we know it's bad, but what is it? Right. So Chronic inflammation is essentially what happens when there are there's a buildup of toxins in the body. So it's important to differentiate the difference between chronic inflammation 
and acute inflammation. Acute inflammation happens when we sprain our ankle, we break our bone, right? And, and that area swells up. That's actually supporting the body, um, pushing blood through those areas of the body to help it heal more quickly. Mm-hmm. Chronic inflammation, on the other hand, um, comes from stress. We all know, you know, if you go back to the 80s and, and early 90s before really the word inflammation was a thing or it's definitely not a mainstream thing, we heard a lot about stress. Mm-hmm. And how stress is like the number one predictor of like heart disease or a lot of different conditions. Well, what they weren't talking about is that stress is one of the top five things that causes chronic inflammation in the body, right? So stress was causing inflammation. Inflammation was at the root of those ailments of the heart disease, the, the different conditions. Well, can I so ask- if we Oh, oh, go ahead. Do you mind if I stop and ask a question right there, Jenny? Yeah. Because when you say stress is at the root of causing inflammation, why? Is it because of the the, the chemical reaction in the body that's causing that? Or how are those tied together? Yep, that's, that, so two things, both the chemical reaction taking place in our body, it's and it's our nervous system is so... Um, our, our nerve, it's, it's almost like it goes into overdrive, kind of how we hear about our immune system, you know, when it's constantly overworked. Yes. The same thing happens with our nervous system, right? And, and that then absolutely triggers a chemical reaction in our body, um, which causes the inflammation. So when we are under just as we well know, we are bombarded with stressors in our environment all day, every day mm-hmm. with our current lifestyle and culture. And so we are, tell me where I'm wrong, but my understanding is we're basically in a low-grade stress that really is relentless and does not necessarily let up. So some people are constantly dumping cortisol into their system or constantly dumping adrenaline in. And so if you're in a constant low level of stress, you are going to be constantly inflamed. Is that it will absolutely add to that chronic inflammation. Okay. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons why it is one of the reasons why we see so many more ailments, conditions, disease, chronic ailments and mm-hmm. conditions and diseases. Our society, we're so dang busy, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And that the anxiety and the depression and like just just the go, 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 it, it's, it's, it is unrelenting. Um, and absolutely adds to that chronic inflammation. Okay. And so, you know, while there are some lifestyle changes that we can make, absolutely. Um, there are, you know, we are, will likely always have, if you have kids, like you got to get your kids to school at a certain time, you got to right. get to work at a certain time. Like there are some things that are non-negotiable right? <laughs> that may, you know, that we don't have as much control over, but there are also things that we do have more control over. And um, I always, I'd like to talk about the top five things that cause this chronic inflammation because chronic inflammation is the root cause of every chronic ailment, condition, disease. And like I said, or like you mentioned in that, in my introduction, it is both physical, emotional, and behavioral. Um, and I have kind of, when we talk about my story, we can choose, I have two different stories. One, one goes is along with my son and his recovery from a, a severe sensory condition uh-huh. that was a behavioral condition that he had. And, and by changing his diet, it made all the difference in the world. But then also, you know, my story that I talk about in Piece of Cake is how truly um, removing inflammation from my body through diet and lifestyle was a key component to saving my life. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it's it. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Jenny. 
I was going to say, it's looking at the things that we have control over Mm -hmm. and taking action with those, right? So maybe we don't, again, have control over bringing our kids to a certain time or or, or, our our work, you know, we can always choose a different line of work, but easier said than done at times, right? Right. Yet we we certainly can drink more water throughout the day. Mm -hmm. We certainly can begin to change our diet. And even that can feel overwhelming, which is, is where I come in is how to make it less overwhelming. I'm sure we'll talk more about that, right? Mm -hmm. We can add in a bit of movement. So when we don't have, when we don't exercise enough, and I like to use the word movement rather than exercise, because you don't have to get on the cardio machine and like pump it out. Right, right. (laughs) You can do a gentle walk, you can do some yoga, you can, it's, it's moving your body and the from an inflammatory standpoint, right? What we want to do is get the your circulation moving, get mm-hmm. your blood moving, because that again helps to push the toxins and inflammation out of your body. Yeah. And then, of course, um, our mindset is very important. Uh-huh. Um, so when we can find, every, like, I love waking up every day and, and creating a list of gratitude. What are we grateful for? The more we focus on the positive things in our life, the more positive things we are going to experience, and how beautiful that we have control over that right? Even when we're going through a tough time, like we have so much control and therefore so much empowerment. Um, and then of course, rest and sleep. And I think this goes in with this ties in with the busyness and the stress. Um, how often, you know, if you were to just take a quick assessment in this last week, are you staying up? Do you like watch TV late at night? Do you, you know, keep yourself busy with work and, and say, I'll get to bed, I'll get to bed, I'll get to bed. But then you end up going to bed like at 12 or 1 in the morning right. and, and your body isn't getting the necessary sleep it needs. So diet, stress, food, water, and movement, and sleep, those are the top things that cause chronic inflammation if we're not doing it right. And then so chronic inflammation, just to even drill down a little further, it one of the things that I learned in reading your book is that that the way you describe it, inflammation shows up differently for each of us. Our bodies are all unique, but it tends to target the areas that are most susceptible in our unique body. Is that right? Yes. And it's so important. Thank you for for bringing that up. That's such an important piece um, because we have, you know, we can be genetically predisposed to certain aspects of our health and our well-being where inflammation will go to. We also, you know, if you're an endurance athlete or if you even if not an endurance athlete, if you're an athlete and you have overuse of a certain part of your body, inflammation will typically go to that area because it may, because of the overuse, it's not as strong as other aspects. And then sometimes just the way that we're made or the not even necessarily made, it could also just be like during this period of time, our, you know, we may get colds more easily. Our immune system might be more compromised and we well, if we have chronic inflammation, our immune system is compromised. Yes. Um, but, you know, I used to get colds easily. Someone else might get a flu or might get migraines. Um, some people, it shows up, you know, chronic inflammation will show up in their skin with chronic rashes or psoriasis. Um, if you're constantly breaking out, that's another sign of chronic inflammation. Um, really sore muscles, aches and pains in your joints. Even if there's a structural, and I love this so much that we have control over this. If there's a structural, um, you know, something structurally happening in your body that's not aligned, while the inflammation isn't, removing inflammation isn't going to align that, 
it will take away so much of the pain that you're experiencing. So I've had a number of people come to me that structurally like their backs are compromised or their knees are compromised. And we take the inflammation away and the pain goes away. It's so cool. They don't have to get surgery anymore. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and what's amazing is that the cells begin to regenerate in the body. So if it's a ligament or, you know, if there's other, other than like an actual break in the bone, if there's anything else, torn muscles or torn ligaments, anything else, we can actually heal that by removing the inflammation in our body. That's just amazing. That is. And you know, another thing that I just want to mention, I didn't ever realize that there were certain um, chronic conditions, autoimmune conditions, I didn't realize, I didn't make the connection. So for example, my partner has asthma and he's currently mm-hmm. on a um, a dietary protocol uh, to avoid food sensitivities that he has, which I guess would be creating inflammation. So we're, yes. I didn't realize you could resolve asthma potentially yes. with this. Or conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, lupus, chronic fatigue, Lyme. Like I just, I want to just throw them all out there so that listeners Mm -hmm. who may identify with one know, okay, perhaps by adopting an anti-inflammatory diet, I could resolve these symptoms entirely or just even help improve their condition. Yes. Yes. I always tell people, and if you're listening right now, this is such a great activity to do, to scan from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And notice, is there any part of your body that's screaming at you, that's yelling at you? You know, that might be like, oh, I get migraines, you know, a couple times a week. Um, any, we're, we're looking for any sort of chronic symptoms. And I define that as happening anywhere from a daily basis to once or twice a month. And if that's been happening for multiple months in a row, that's a chronic condition. Okay. Yeah. And so just scan your body and say, is there anything that is, that my body is yelling at me? It really hurts. It's very obvious. And then we're going to do a second scan after we make note of the first symptoms Mm -hmm. and notice, are there more subtle symptoms that we experience that we have started to get used to? I remember when I was so used to being bloated, I remember being used to being nauseous. I remember being used to being tired. Like what happens is when we experience these chronic symptoms for a long enough period of time, they almost become who we are and we forget what it's like to feel so dang good. Right. So if you had a magic wand and you could say like, all right, my body feels just the best it ever could, what symptoms would need to go away? Uh And if you make note of those, these are your chronic symptoms, chronic conditions that have been showing up. There is a 99% chance those are coming due from inflammation that you can change by increasing water and changing your diet. Just that alone will make a huge difference. Sometimes in the case of, you know, Lyme or um, there are instances where there's also environmental toxins such as like parasites. That was my part of my story or bacteria, right? Or viruses, um, where there's another pathological component that we're looking at. But even when that's the case, oftentimes we can still heal by taking the inflammation out. Because again, we go back to the cells regenerating in our body. On average, every 120 days, the cells in our body regenerate, depending on the location in the body. Mm -hmm. And so if we take the toxins out of the cell, if you imagine around circle, a red blood cell, right? Mm -hmm. Inside that red blood cell are toxins and inflammation. If there's chronic inflammation in our body, Mm -hmm. 
the toxins and inflammation reside. And it kind of begins to make the cell almost like star-shaped. It, it makes it very deformed, right? And what happens is when those toxins and inflammation are inside, we are not, that cell is not able to absorb nutrients. It's not able to be hydrated properly, even if we're drinking a lot of water. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do is to push the toxins out. Mm -hmm. And then we begin to absorb nutrients. We begin to absorb water. The cells, every 120 days, they go through our spleen. Our spleen is like an x-ray machine. If the cells are deformed, it will literally duplicate another deformed cell. But if during that 120 days, we've changed our diet, we've added water, we've moved our body, right? We're starting to think more positively and we're pushing all the inflammation out. Then the cells become more and more round, more and more plump, and they're functioning properly. And they go through the spleen, the x-ray machine, and it duplicates that. And that is what is called regeneration. Our cells are either degenerating or regenerating. They never stay the same. And we have the power and the ability to naturally regenerate the cells in our body, which gives us foundational health. Absolutely. And I just want to point out here, you know, Jenny talks with a lot of conviction. And the reason that she does so is because, um, and Jenny, this might be a great point for you to talk a little bit about your story, but you have been mm. to the very depths of um, just horrific health due to parasites. And then you have come out and you're still, um, I would love for you to talk a little bit about that Herxheimer response, because I think it's yes. something people need to know about. But you, even in the midst of that, I've watched you and you continue to show gratitude. You continue to be positive. And I, I would love it here for you to share your story so that the listeners can know, like, you've walked your talk, man. That's why you talk <laughs> with such conviction and passion. It is. I like, yes, it is. It is. I, I always say I believe that we could end war if everyone ate this way. <laughs> we would feel so much better mentally and emotionally. We feel so much more grounded and our body feels free and it's like so much can be accomplished yeah. when we eat this way. And and so I will. I'll, I'll share my story. It began with um, really my mom walking her talk. And I believe that when we all show up to be the best version of ourselves, that that's when we inspire others. And this incredible, beautiful ripple effect into humanity and society takes place. Yes. And for me, that started with my mom. So my mom had Lyme disease for 20 years. She was a Western clothing designer. She owned her own business and she was um, drastically impacted by Lyme. She, mm. she couldn't think well, her body hurt every day. She was depressed. Um, it was really impacting her quality of life. So she decided to sell her business because she had been to every doctor, everything she could think of, nothing was helping, nothing was working. And she committed her life to figure out how to heal her body. And she mm. went into this huge health quest. And she ended up finding an anti-inflammatory health um, coach. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in her life, as she began to remove the top inflammatory foods and mm -hmm. replace them with foods that taste similar, but don't inflame. So mm -hmm. she was feeling satisfied. She wasn't feeling deprived. Mm -hmm. It was easy for her to follow. But those top inflammatory foods were completely gone. Mm -hmm. And her symptoms began to melt away, as did about 70 pounds. Wow. And... Um, and so it was during this time when she had been working with her coach for about six months, I had been pregnant with my first child, Tosh, and um, it was a tough pregnancy. I gained a ton of weight. I 
was a division one athlete in college. I used to run marathons. So gaining a bunch of weight and not being able to exercise was really hard on me. And of course I had cravings Yep. and I totally was like, Oh, it's cause I'm pregnant. I can do whatever I want. And so I did, <laughs> but I, I knew nothing about inflammation at the time, like nothing. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I had no idea that I was adding more inflammation to my body. And then that would set off more cravings and I'd crave more. And so I'd eat more and add more. Like it was a vicious oh, cycle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, but it was a really rough pregnancy in many regards. And when my son was born the first year of his life, he was extremely, extremely sick. Mm-hmm. His immune system was incredibly compromised. He had large amounts of inflammation in his body. Again, I didn't know that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that showed up again, when we talk about how it shows up differently for each person It showed up in his respiratory condition primarily and some in his digestive tract. So Mm -hmm. he had chronic inflamed and infected tonsils. The the, um, ENT doctor did a surgery to remove his adenoids Mm -hmm. at one point in time because his adenoids were also chronically inflamed. Mm -hmm. And he told me that he had never seen a child with such infected tonsils in his life. Oh, wow. Um, So adenoids removed, chronic infections in his tonsils. He had chronic ear infections. My boy was on antibiotics almost every other oh. month, the first year of his nice. life from the ear infections. He, any of the, um, I didn't know much about vaccines at the time. And so I gave him all the vaccines regularly scheduled mm-hmm. and every live vaccine that he got, he ended up with that condition. So he ended up with rotavirus, he ended oh, up with chicken gosh. pox. Um, every time he would catch a cold, Sunny, his he would get a fever. It wouldn't mm. be like a cold and a runny nose and like, okay, we'll move through. Again, his immune system was so compromised from the inflammation. He would have a fever of 104 to 106. <sighs> we would be in and out of the hospital. I'd be on dial tone with my doctor. I was a teacher at the time. Jenny. I missed more time the first year of my son's life than I did during my maternity leave because he was so sick. Oh, Jenny. And we ended up, Sunny, having to travel to Primary Children's Hospital in Salt Lake City about five hours from here. We were there for three weeks. Mm. He ended up in the ICU. Again, his body was unable to fight infections. And so while his tonsils ended up being removed and he was technically the tonsils were healed, but then he got RSV so bad and he couldn't fight it. He ended up in the ICU It was one thing after another. And there were twice when he ended up in the ICU, Sonny, there was, we took him for a walk. The doctor said, take him for a walk. Maybe he'll get thirsty because he needed to drink water. Yeah. And this, this was just when he was trying to recover from his tonsil surgery. And, and we did, and we got back and within about 45 seconds, you know, you'll see like on TV and like the ER movies, right? The, the monitor with, with the, it just flatlined. (gasps) just totally flatlined. My baby stopped breathing entirely. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. And I heard the code blue sirens go off. And within seven seconds, there were 12 doctors and nurses swooped around us, like doing all this frantic stuff. And they put Tosh on a gurney and they started to go. And I remember a doctor looking at me and saying, are you okay? And I said, I think so, but I don't know. Where are we going? And he said, the ICU. And I said, I'm not okay. And I just lost it. Oh, It was so scary. So talk about stress, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I had eaten really bad during my son's pregnancy. And then I was extremely stressed. And at the time I was also a teacher at middle school. And I love, I love kids so dang much. And I love teaching, but 
it is not uh, a job for the faint of heart. I mean, mm. I remember being my son's in the ICU where I'm trying to write sub plans and get them sent in. Like it was just crazy. Mm. Um, and so to make a long story short, when I came back, um, I was bloated, extremely tired. I wanted to go to bed at five o'clock every single night. Um, lots of nausea. I, my hormones were way out of whack. That's another thing. People whose hormones are really out of whack, 99% of the time that is largely due to inflammation and then also not getting the right macronutrients to support your hormonal production right. of and, protein, carbs, and fats. Yeah. Um, and so Jenny, I'm going to jump happening. in real quick because oh, yeah. we're going to, yeah, yeah. I want to take us into our break. And when we come back from the break, then I want to have you continue the yes. story. And then <laughs> one other thing that Jenny mentioned, you guys are those top inflammatory foods. When we come back from the break, after mm-hmm. Jenny finishes her story, we're going to tell you what those are. And Jenny's book is all about, uh, creating swaps that are not going to deprive you. And I just, I have to tell you, the second half of this book is the most amazing recipe book. These recipes are now (laughs) being featured on, you know, Dr. Mark Hyman's site and others. So anyway, we've got a lot of great stuff in store for you when we come back from the break. You are listening to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy, joined today by author and speaker, Jenny Carr. And we will be back in just a few. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available for pre-order today on Amazon.com. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. After countless tries to find healing for a devastating low back pain, Dr. Andy Marone met with his mentor and discovered a balance and clarity he never thought possible. He left his job as a software engineer and began a lifelong journey of learning the power of quality chiropractic care and enzyme nutrition and never looked back. He believes in not just treating pain, but removing roadblocks and paving the way to a happy and healthy life. Join Dr. Andy's Wellness Corner, Mondays from 9 to 10 a.m. on Seattle's Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. The following audio is via a Skype call. And welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. I am your host, Sunny Joy, joined today by a fellow author, Jenny Carr, who has written the uh, Amazon international best-selling book called Piece of Cake, The Secret to an Anti-Inflammatory Diet. And also her second book, which will be coming out very soon, is called The Clean Eating Kid. And on that note about clean eating kids, um, Jenny, before the break, was telling us a bit about her story, why why she does the work that she does now as a as uh, an, a leading inflammation expert and um, helping people adopt an anti-inflammatory lifestyle and diet. Um, so you're telling us a bit about your first son or your first child, son Tosh. Yes. And um, you guys had a huge health scare with him. Um, yeah. So yes. what happened with that? Yeah. 
So we had been in the hospital. He had been so, so sick. And when I came out, I found, I experienced all these chronic conditions, right? And again, thinking about chronic conditions, it lasted for multiple months at a time. Um, and so I went to the doctor and they tested me and they thought maybe I had cancer at one point in time. Thankfully, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And then they came up with telling me I had an autoimmune condition that was undiagnosed. They didn't know what kind, but I was getting an autoimmune condition. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. Like, sorry, there's not a lot we can do. This is what we think is happening to you. Um, and and so my mom said, you know what? Her being the person that she really walked her talk and had adopted this way of anti-inflammatory eating said, you need to get a coach. You need to work with this person. It's the best thing I've ever done for myself. Mm-hmm. You'll feel better. And sure enough, it was the greatest gift of my life. <sighs> I Not only did the symptoms go away, not only did I lose weight and get back to my like athletic self. Not only, um, did all those things happen, but I was so grounded The the emotional and, and mental component, the gift that comes with this, I always say it's the pot of gold because the anxiety and depression leaves. Oh, I forgot to say I'd been on antidepressant medicine, which like never in a million years did I think would be. And I got off antidepressant medicine. I felt so good. I was so no brain fog, right? My memory, my mind was sharp. I was so efficient and effective with my time. That was amazing. Yeah. And what I, that is really what inspired me, Sunny, to continue this way of eating. I was like, there's no way I can go back to the old way, <laughs> no matter how good that cupcake or glass of wine tastes, whatever. Like I've got to keep eating this way because I feel so good physically and mentally. What I didn't realize is that continuing this journey was really preparation for saving my life. Mm. If you fast forward a number of years, I found out that I had traveled all over the world. I'd just come back from a trip down to the Amazon fishing with my dad. And we both discovered that we had severe parasite infections in our body. And in fact, um, mine had been inside my body for 20 years, starting when oh. I was 16 and went to Africa and safari. And, um, the, the parasites had gotten so large, Sunny, that they had put holes in almost all my organs. Oh gosh. It eaten away my endocrine glands. And when I finally figured out that I had them, which is no easy journey in and of itself. And when I finally figured out how to begin killing them, what I didn't realize is that they really severe neurotoxins and my organs were so compromised structurally that when the neurotoxins came into my body I went into organ failure it was like drinking a gallon of bleach I would walk into the walls because I was so dizzy my legs were paralyzed in the morning sometimes I couldn't I couldn't walk I couldn't move them I would know what I wanted to say but my mouth wouldn't move I couldn't get words out I was incredibly emotional and sad it just it was hands down the scariest time of my life. And it took a long time for me to be diagnosed with the parasites. What took even longer was to then figure out that I also had four strains of Lyme and a virus that causes leukemia. And they believe that almost all of this came from the parasites because when parasites die, not only do they release neurotoxins, but they also release bacteria, viruses, and fungus. And so you're fighting against all of this. I was living off of 1% of life. There was times when I would, multiple times, I would lie in bed for three weeks straight, unable to move. Like I was like, you were drank too much in college and passed out, right? But it didn't stop 24 hours a day for weeks and weeks. Mm -hmm. I'd have to army crawl to the bathroom. I, I barely made it. And had I been, 
had I been eating inflammatory foods and not drinking enough water, I would not be alive today. I feel so strongly about that. I had zero room for extra inflammation because all of the neurotoxins that my, that the parasites and then the Lyme also release when they die, Yes, that causes massive inflammation. So that is an environmental toxin that causes inflammation. So again, that's, I didn't have control over that, but what I did have control over is drinking my water and, and eating the right foods. Yes. Okay. And so what are those right foods, yeah. right? <laughs> and what are the wrong well, ones? <laughs> what are the right ones and what are the wrong ones? Okay. It's really interesting because anti-inflammatory eating, um, there is not a, a succinct definition of what anti-inflammatory eating is. There's not like a, 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 you know, an organization defining this. And so for different people, it means different things. Sometimes I'll go into the web and I'll see like anti-inflammatory meal, meal plan using organic cane sugar and whole wheat flour. Oh dear. That is, that is not an anti-inflammatory in my <laughs> mind and, and with science. Yeah, that those cause inflammation, right? So for me, when I look at anti-inflammatory eating, I really focused on the top six foods that inf- give us the most inflammation and how to swap them out. Some people will say eat more greens, add turmeric to your diet, add garlic or ginger. Like that's fabulous. But if you're not taking out the top six inflammatory foods, consistently, and we'll talk about that consistency piece in a minute, uh-huh. it's really difficult to push that inflammation yeah. out if, if you have a real chronic condition, right? If you have a real health chronic condition. Now, if you feel fine and just want to like feel a little bit younger and drop a little bit of weight, you might have a bit more room to play around with. Okay. But if you have a chronic health condition and chronic symptoms and you're serious about healing through diet, you need to really eliminate these top six inflammatory foods. And then Find the spots that taste similar, but yes. don't have inflammation. So you don't feel sad and you don't feel deprived. <laughs> yes. And that's what Jenny's book is all about is helping you identify the six things, which she's going to let you know, but then also yes. what to swap them with and amazing recipes that will allow you to swap them. I mean, these are things like for lemon bars and brownies and pastas. So good. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. Yes. Okay. So Jenny, I'll let you keep going. <laughs> okay. So the top six, right? Number one is processed sugar. And the trick is that processed sugar has over 50 names. So there's obvious names like, you know, um, cane sugar, (laughs) cane sugar or brown sugar or like that, you know, the, the obvious kind of sugars. But then we have things like brown rice syrup. That sounds so dang healthy coming from brown rice. It Uh is a processed sugar. It's the number one most inflammatory thing you can put into your body. Same thing with juice concentrate, like Apple juice concentrate, pear juice, pear juice concentrate. You'll see this in health food products a lot, especially for kids. And it sounds healthy. Again, number one most inflammatory thing you can put into your body. It's processed sugar. So if you get my book, in my book, I list out all of the different names for processed sugar so that you can not memorize them, but become familiar with them. And when you read the ingredients of everything you put into your body, right, you know, you're, you're aware, like, is there processed sugar in here or not? And I just want to stop we, real quick, Jenny, and just let people know, if yeah. you want to go download it for free right now, if you want to be looking at this list while we're talking, the website to go to is jenny-car.com. That's J-E-N-N-Y-C-A-R-R.com. 
So Jenny-Carr.com. Yes. And you can download the book right now. And it has all 56 names for this that I'm going to be taking to the grocery store <laughs> with me to check. Okay, go. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Yeah. Well, and here's the, here's the thing, you guys. The FDA, who is, who is typically quite conserv- conservative with their comments, came out with a statement a number of years ago saying that if processed sugar were to come onto the market now, it would be deemed illegal and a toxic drug. <laughs> like, say what? Right? And I think, like, and, uh, let me just back up one second here. The big sugar corporations were furious because sugar industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. And no way were they going to let some statement take that down, right? So right. there was a massive lawsuit and the big sugar corporations won and the FDA had to take that statement down. But the fact that the FDA came out with that statement that if processed sugar were on the market now, it would be deemed illegal and a toxic drug. And it just thinks, Sunny, like really quick gut reaction, right? If you, what is a toxin to you? Like what's an example of a toxin? Yeah, like a carcinogen, like glyphosate or something. (laughs) Totally, right? I'm like, like bleach or gasoline or right. like, you know, like household cleaning products. Yeah. And so wh- how we say like, people are like, oh, but what? I just eat it in moderation. Cause that's the big like glitch here. Right. Like our, our society believes, you know, typically everything in moderation is good. And I totally believe in moderation with healthy foods, but would you eat bleach in moderation? Would you no. put a quarter teaspoon of bleach in your coffee every morning in moderation? <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, Heck, I would not want no, to. You wouldn't. <laughs> because it's a toxin. And that is what we are doing to our body is we're adding in moderation or not, yeah. right? This this toxin, this processed sugar, but because everyone in our society is doing it and it's in like 95% of the products at the grocery store, processed sugar is, somehow we've deemed, it's like, okay. The problem is, is that what correlates, and this is also in my book, a timeline that correlates when processed sugar came onto the industry, how much it was consumed, correlating it with chronic health conditions. And it is directly, there's a direct parallel, directly correlated year by year. Yeah. Um, and so while we, our mind will be like, oh, it's cool. Everyone else does it and everyone else is okay. Not everyone else is not okay. Our society <laughs> is very, very sick right now. Right. And, and we have the ability to heal. So okay. the other top inflammatory foods, right? Processed sugar, that's the big one. And okay. after I finish these top inflammatory foods, I'm going to tell you why processed sugar is the secret to an anti-inflammatory diet. Okay. But processed sugar and then the next, which honestly is tied with processed sugar, and I always like to leave this for the last because it's the hardest for adults, but alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is a tough one, right? Because we use it to relax. We have it for social outings. And again, if you pick up my book, I give you a bunch of not only swaps, but also tips for how to um, begin eliminating some of the alcohol from your life in right. a way that feels still satisfying. And right. Okay. And one thing you told me, Jenny, that I didn't realize, but that it takes two weeks. Let's say you have one glass yes. of wine, one glass of wine or any alcohol in your system. It takes two weeks for your body to push it out. If you were being, if you were detoxing that just, I mean, that's a, that's, that's kind of intense. <laughs> yes. So. 10 to 14 days for the inflammation to leave your body. And that is if you are really clean for those two yeah. weeks, right? So if you have a glass of wine or, and it's not only wine, it's actually all these top inflammatory foods that I'm going to list off. You maybe yeah. you have a cookie, right? Or, or something else, you know, piece of bread, two weeks, it takes for the, the uh, inflammation to leave your body. Yeah. But if you have another cookie the next day or the next week, then that inflammation hasn't 
<clears throat> from the original mm-hmm. wine or cookie or whatever mm-hmm. hasn't left the body. So now it's compounding. Yeah. And if you can imagine like a mason jar, right? Imagine a mason jar with water slowly creeping up and the mason jar is your body and the water is inflammation. Mm-hmm. Every time we eat or drink something that's inflammatory, the mason jar fills up, fills up, fills up and our body is an incredible machine. It can handle so much inflammation. It is amazing what our body can do, how it can process inflammation. But because we are so toxic in our society right now, yeah. as soon as that mason jar gets to the top and it starts overflowing, it's like it can't do anything else. And that's when those symptoms show up. Yes. More, the more it overflows, the more symptoms we have, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And so, so anyhow, that, that is, is, so we, we need to get the mason jar back down. We need to get the water in the mason jar back down. Yeah. So maybe you have a cookie or a glass of wine once every couple of weeks, if that is kind of your goal is to keep the inflammation out. And again, it's, it really depends on your situation. If you're curious about that, you can contact me. Like it really depends on what your health condition is in terms of how often eating something inflammatory or not works best for your body. Okay. Yeah. So we've got the processed sugar. We've got the alcohol. What are the other four? Yep. Okay. So wheat, and I like to say modernized wheat. There are some, there's, there's one bread that I'm aware of. It's called Ezekiel bread that uses ancient sprouted wheat. It's non-GMO. For many people that doesn't cause inflammation. For some people it does, right? So Um, looking at wheat, especially modernized wheat, because that's genetically modified. It's highly processed. And then we've got cow dairy, specifically cow dairy. It causes inflammation because of the grains that it's given, the soy and the corn that's genetically modified. Often there's um, antibiotics and hormones given. And specifically, cow dairy has a large protein molecule that our body cannot digest. Mm -hmm. So I do give a swap like goat or sheep dairy, Mm -hmm. not for everyone, but for a lot of people works well because the protein molecule is so much smaller. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then we've got inflammatory oils and that's typically seed oils. If they're heated, if seed oils are not heated, then they can be very healthy for you. But if they're heated up, they become inflammatory. Um, Vegetable oil, canola oil, all of those are highly inflammatory. So you want to stick with like a coconut oil, extra virgin olive oil, really uh, an extra virgin avocado oil. Those are the best oils to stick with. Okay. And they do well Um, under high heat for cooking, right? They do well. Well, not extra virgin olive oil, but extra virgin coconut oil and avocado do well under high heat. Okay. Very good. Yeah. And then the last, um, which I think we already mentioned was the alcohol. Right. Oh, we we did alcohol second. I think GMOs were the one thing that we didn't. Touch oh, oh, on. Yeah. oh, sorry. Yes, I just tied that in. But yeah, so genetically modified foods and corn, corn, soy, and wheat are the three most genetically modified foods on this planet. So that's again ties in with why dairy can be so inflammatory. If um, you like to eat meat, right? Uh-huh. A, a lot of a lot of uh, influencers in this industry will say meat causes inflammation. Anti-inflammatory diet means you should be vegetarian. I don't believe that. I believe that USDA type meat that's been fed the common traditional feed, which is genetically modified corn, soy, and wheat. Mm-hmm. is a totally different food product than a grass-fed, grass-finished, or free-range um, animal. Mm-hmm. It is that when the animal eats the grass and the grubs, the fat that they get on their body is omega-3 fats, which fight inflammation inside your body. When the animal eats the GMO um, 
feed that goes into the body and that that causes inflammation in the animal, which is passed along to us. And I thought the way that you described it, because I'd always heard, you know, GMOs are bad. And I thought, but I don't understand why. And you do a really good job of explaining in the book, if you don't mind mentioning quickly, I know we don't have a ton of time, but why GMOs are bad because of the DNA scanning. I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, I love it. I know it's super fascinating. So the the two reasons that they're really bad, number one, they use a ton of pesticides that are actually inserted. The Roundup is inserted into the seed. Mm-hmm. And when it's planted, it's like a part of the plant. Ugh. And and so um, what happens is when our body, anytime we consume anything, we do, we scan the the food that's in our mouth and our body will naturally scan the DNA to see if it recognizes it as an invader or as something that it wants to consume. Mm-hmm. If it's an invader, it, it, it activates our immune system and it tries to push it out. What will happen is when it makes this food, it goes down into the large intestine. It will actually create permeable holes in the large intestine to push that food out. It's trying to push the genetically modified food out, but those holes are now there. And so if we eat blueberries and cucumbers and kale and those go out of our large intestine through those holes, we create a systemic toxicity. It doesn't matter if it's genetically modified foods or regular foods, if it's in our body systemically, it creates a toxicity and actually causes food allergies. That condition is called leaky gut. Like yes. you have the permeable holes in your stomach, which is directly linked to autoimmune conditions as well. And I have leaky gut. I've been <laughs> on and off a protocol for yes. several years for that. So yeah, I just thought yes. that was so fascinating about the GMO, um, the, the why that's bad for us. Um, okay. So Jenny, we've got, I'm looking, I just, there are so many questions, but where, where should we go next? Like food swaps? What do you want to talk about? Water in terms of, we know what the top six inflammatory foods are yes, or things to avoid. Water. Okay. So, so you good. take it where you want next. You know me, Sunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I always like to say, oh, actually, okay. Talk about water and processed sugar, because the secret, I promised you all would say, what is the secret to an anti-inflammatory diet, which is a lot of what my book is about right? If you become a renegade researcher, (laughs) meaning you really read the ingredients, I do not care about the nutritional label for in regards to inflammation. Like you don't need to read the nutritional label of how many grams of protein, carbs, fat, sugar, et cetera. We're not interested in that. We want to become a renegade researcher and read the ingredients label of every single thing that goes into your mouth. And if you do that and you Stop putting anything that has processed sugar into your body, right? You read mm-hmm. it, you say, oh, there's processed sugar. I'm either going to find a swap or read Jenny's book and make some recipes. Uh-huh. My next book, The Clean Eating Kid, actually walks you down the grocery store aisle and gives you all these amazing different um, food products that you can buy at the grocery store uh-huh. as swaps. But you find an alternative, right? Yeah. You don't put that inflammatory processed sugar into your body. If you do that by default, So many of the top six inflammatory foods that we just discussed will Mm -hmm. fall to the wayside. So instead of getting overwhelmed with like, okay, I can't have this. I can't have dairy. I can't have GMOs. I can't have this. Like it's a big list, right? Yeah. To to like start off with, just focus on processed sugar. Become a renegade researcher. If you want a challenge, my challenge is to you that for the next two weeks, you take out processed sugar completely from your diet. You make some sweet treats in the back of my book. So that you have some amazing, delicious, like sweets to satisfy you, right? Uh-huh. Um, so you don't feel deprived. 
and add a large amount of water every single day. And the large amount of water that I want you all to drink, if you're an adult and you're experiencing chronic inflammation, is a gallon of water per day. It's 128 ounces or four quarts. Mm-hmm. May seem like a ton of water to you all. <laughs> People are either like, oh, yeah, I drink that much. Or they're like, holy cow, what is this girl talking about? The reason you want to do that is because water is to your liver and kidneys what gasoline is to a car, okay? It is what makes your liver and kidneys function properly. If, you're, if your car, your, your gas tank is on empty, your car is going to sputter very slowly down the side of the highway. The same thing happens with our liver and our kidneys if we don't have enough water, not speaking in terms of hydration, right? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about to support the liver and the kidneys as they process the inflammation and toxins in your body. The liver and kidneys are, are responsible for processing all of the inflammation and toxins from our body. Mm-hmm. And if they're not supported properly, they cannot function properly. Therefore, when, um, let's just imagine I just ate a huge bag of Oreos because they're mm-hmm. so good. The double stuffed kind, right? I yes. learned my lesson a long time ago. Don't do this anymore. Okay. And Jenny, <laughs> just FYI, we've got two minutes left. So I just oh, okay. <laughs> let you know. Okay. So, so we eat a bunch of, we eat a bunch of cookies or something that's inflammatory And if the liver and kidneys, they're not functioning properly, the inflammation will do one of two things. It will either create fat pockets, fat reservoirs to store the toxins as far away from your organs as possible. If you're lucky, it will do that as a survival mechanism, or it will go straight to those areas, to those weaker areas of the body, the more susceptible areas of the body. Mm -hmm. And those symptoms will really begin to show up. So I encourage you to drink a gallon of water per day. If you want to know how to do that, pick up my book. I walk you through it. I give you the best tips ever. Yeah. And then also how to stop cravings in your track is in my book. Yes. And it's so, I just have to tell you folks, you will not feel deprived if you get Jenny's book and you swap her recipes. So the book is called Piece of Cake, The Secret to an Anti-Inflammatory Diet. Um, I have been talking today to Jenny Carr, um, the website to go to if you want to download that book for free and you'll have all of these recipes with beautiful pictures of them. I just, that's one of my favorite parts of the book um, at Jenny-Carr.com. That's J-E-N-N-Y-C-A-R-R. Dot com, Jenny-Carr.com. And also another thing that I really love that I'll point out to you guys is she has all of the good swaps for the sugars. Like, so if you don't want, you can't have processed sugar anymore, she has so many swaps like liquid stevia mm-hmm. or unrefined coconut sugar, raw organic honey, all of the explanations about why these are better. Oh, okay. And so Jenny, I just, I have to thank you. We've got less than 30 seconds left. I want to thank you so much for being my guest today uh, and being on the show and sharing your passionate story and your beautiful wisdom about how we can lead an anti-inflammatory lifestyle and eat that anti-inflammatory diet. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor. And I will, I'll just leave by saying uh-huh. it is the gap between action and knowledge where so many of us fall down. So if you're listening and you're inspired and you want to make a difference, commit to two weeks to get the inflammation out of your body and close that gap and you will never look back. <laughs> I love it. Okay, there's our challenge for the listeners today. Jenny Carr, thank you so much for being here. Um, the book, again, is called Piece of Cake, and it's spelled P-A, uh, P-E-A-C-E, so play on words. Piece of Cake, The Secret to an Anti-Inflammatory Diet. You have been listening to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy, signing off. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.